G'day and welcome to Gbra. Yes, that's right. We are back. You didn't expect it, did you? Yeah, you thought Harvey Norman wouldn't want these blokes back on again. Well, you are wrong. So we, wrong. So wrong. So, so wrong. So wrong. So wrong. We are back for another season of this. This is classified as the Rugby World Cup run. And we are here. We have all the run up for you. Three of the all-time great Wallabies, uh, the G-Brazers. They are back for yet another run at it. Uh, please welcome... A man that likes folding. See you next Tuesdays. The great man, Swoop D-O-double-G. How are you? Swoop Dog. Yeah, yeah I'm great. Yeah, Thanks, Prof. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, you really threw like, in there yeah. asking him a question. Yeah. I did. Sorry. <laughs> you will don't. get more involved. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Uh, a man who likes dating bots and all <laughs> things AI. Uh, the Bivouac, Drew Mitchell. How Thank are you? you. Uh, it's good to be back. I was actually missing you guys through that Me too. Break. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. It was very weird. And finally, Mr. Mai Tai. Mm. The great man, Matt Giddo. How are you? Welcome back. Fantastic. Great to be here. Love the rug. Rug's back too. Of course. And uh, and finally, the rug, which uh, is the most important part of this uh, this little team. We couldn't do it without. We're actually, um, we've got, we're earthing a little bit today. I don't know if you can see that um, feet on the rug. And these rugs are available, gents, where? <laughs> the only place to get your rugs. Well, I don't know if they are. They may have to reorder another lot. Have they sold out again? It happened so quick. They are. They're unbelievable. Uh, now, I should give thanks to Harvey Norman right yeah, at the top should. here. While we're doing it, um, we are brought to you by our good friends at Harvey Norman, a respectable family favourite and successful enterprise business who uh, must have been so happy with the first six episodes. They have extended. Now, I don't know for how long. I know it's for today. Yeah. But beyond that. That's good news. Who knows? Yeah. It could be It could be five eps. It could be 10. It could be 50. I don't know, but it's all <laughs> it's all very exciting, and, and it's a, a family business, um, and we uh, and we do give thanks to them. Um, now we are for the next however long we are going to be donning the berets and chowing down on a few baguettes as we do make our way onto the World Cup and then throughout the entire tournament. So, yeah. gents, we've been off for about three weeks. A lot has happened. So much. Where do you want to start? <sighs> Can I? Do we mind kicking off with Darcy? Oh. Yeah, has there been any follow-up? Like, what happened? Uh, nothing happened, okay. sadly. Yep. Um, <laughs> you guys got it from a talent agency. Oh, mate. <laughs> That's not true. Mate, it wasn't actually Darcy. <laughs> mate, is your self-worth that low? <laughs> yeah. That you think we would hire an actor <laughs> to come in here? She really liked you. It, we just didn't, like, I know that she likes line-outs. I've never been in a line-out. We just don't have any common thread. Funnily enough, she wrote a letter, boys. She's oh, written in. No, she hasn't. She had 100% Dar Darcy, who is real, who is We need mm. to get her back in for well, both again, do we? Who didn't cost us 150 bucks, <laughs> despite what you saw on the invoices. Um, she's written us a letter. Let me read this. Sure. I was going to save it for later in the show. Okay. Oh, sorry, have I gone early? Not at all, mate. This is very important. Bit of prick Yeah. Um, here we go. She wrote in. Uh, she wrote on our socials, which are at uh, Good Bad Rugby. AUS, if you want to find us on anywhere. And Darcy, she reached out again. Wow. Hey, guys, just wanted to say a big thanks again for having me on your last show of your pilot. Had such a wonderful time. Wanted to let the guys know that Drew and I had a wonderful Christmas in July. We opened presents, ate turkey and got into the pudding. I've attached a couple of pics from our day. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys are well. <laughs> so, yeah. if you are... Why do I feel like I've seen that photo? <laughs> If oh, there he is. Listening to this podcast, make sure you go and have a look. Um, Drew, talk us through these pics that you and Dad. <laughs> 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 uh, um, what's the theory behind these, mate? 
uh, the, the the real story behind them or the the, the Darcy story the behind Darcy. them? Either. Well, why did Darcy recreate it? <laughs> if you're not listening to this, basically the shots of Drew using <laughs> presents to cover up his privates and sending. Who are you sending these to, Drew? Well, Santa, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> um, to anyone who, who wanted to, to tune in, actually. It wasn't Darcy taking these photos. It was Matt's wife, Bianca. Yeah, yeah. And I she was, was I was fully that. nude. Were you there, Matt? <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> I think yeah, maybe I was washing the kids or putting them to bed, <laughs> putting the rubbish out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and were these? Were you sending these to people? I was putting them on Twitter. <laughs> it was more like a. I think your whole motive was like it's Christmas. Why don't I? give the people what they want not Here's like, a gift this yeah a gift little french from me to you christmas eve um, french christmas calendar and also you i do think when we were living day? over in france you kind of felt like you're a bit detached from back here reality and then of course you put it on something like the world wide web <laughs> and, and they resurface well they are they are wonderful and um i think we can sell those we'll get you to sign them yeah maybe a christmas Is there card a reason collection that the trees kept shrinking <laughs> 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 yeah because you, you wouldn't buy big trees. Yeah, my fault. Now, um, yes. So Darcy, uh, she's written in, and we'll um, we'll make sure Darcy's a part of this series somehow. We'll get her well, back in. I don't know how, but I'll be in France. I'm off. Well, the end of Darcy's note said, "PSC, you in France." Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, we can. It's about four grand to get that actor to go over there. So. <laughs> Sorry, oh. Darcy. To yeah, true love. It There's is. no price you can put on true love. That's yeah, right. That's true. Uh, now, Drew Love. Drew, I, I did notice that you came in today um, mm. and you do have your suitcase with you. Yeah. Are you literally getting on a flight this afternoon? Yeah. As soon as we, uh, as soon as we wrap up here, I'm on a, on a flight um, heading over to France. I've got to make sure everything's, everything's ready for, for you guys and, and when you arrive. So, um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to just ripping into a bit of rosé, a few baguettes. Very good. A couple of ciggies. <laughs> <laughs> Those long, thin Vogue ones that yeah. they have over there. Actually, I don't smoke, so I'll probably just let it burn out if it look cool. <laughs> it's a, mate, it's a good way to do it. Um, and we've actually, we won't present them now, but the, I've asked the boys to get you a gift. Yeah, right. So each of us have got your gift. You've got them. We've got them there. Yeah. So um, we'll do that at the end as we send you off. Because are you actually... I don't think Swoop No, Swoop no, definitely did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so are you literally yeah. getting on the flight after this? <clears throat> yeah, 100%. Great. We'll give you yeah. these gifts and then we'll... Yeah. Send him, Send him on, on like I'm, I've got an Uber from here to the airport. That's very, very exciting. Mm. Um, mm. Now, let's we'll do a quick little um, what's people been doing in the break. I saw Gits that you were at Buddy Franklin's farewell game yep. on the weekend. Yep, farewell But two game. weekends ago, because remember, yeah, of course. this is a week in advance. Yep, of course. Uh, so long ago, I can barely remember. But <laughs> yeah, it, um, it was good. Obviously, big moment for the family, uh, big moment for Buddy uh, getting that farewell. Uh, there were two people that he didn't invite, though, that turned up. I did see the picture. Yeah. How did you two worm your way into Buddy Franklin's farewell game? Oh, well, his, his wife texted us a, a ticket. S seriously? Yeah. 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 Did Buddy know you were coming? He certainly did. Yeah. He was yeah. He was all on board. So don't try and throw us <laughs> yeah, under the bus. Right? Well, I wasn't. You're a dick. Idea. I, I did. loved having you there. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I knew you were going to come. Fuck of off, Prof. Yeah, it was prof. I, to be fair, Swoop. I mean, you, you'd think that normally he's great with detail. He's got a one, he's got a two, he's got a four, but he doesn't read the invitation. Turns up with ripped jeans. 
Oh, what did it say? I didn't turn up. The wife turned up with ripped jeans. Well, you were in charge. Of- <clears throat> First of all, I guess what started the, this chain of events was that she took two and a half hours to get her nails done. So we were, they we did look right nice. from the get go. Oh, amazing. They were red for Bud, <laughs> for the swans. To, oh, we went to the wrong gate. We went H, which means we had to go all the way back around Oleon Stadium to get to gate A. We get to gate A, and then the wife gets blocked because she's got a tear across the knee. She's got nice kneecaps. She right? does, yeah. Um, Do you think we'll get a picture? We'll pop it up for people at home? <laughs> we got, I can send her a text right now and say, <laughs> what do you got for us? Send us your kneecap. So you are cut off because you were You were cut off, and then I just gave him a call. I said, look, mate, it's been a bit of a disaster. We can't get in. I thought about calling it. Little bloke's going nuts. Um, then he rustled up the who? Uh, just the bloke who runs the, the SCG runs just got us into the bowels of the stadium and went underground. Yeah, yeah. We got it. and it was a good celebration. It's a fantastic celebration. Okay, that's very good. Now the other news that's happened, uh, mm. and there was some chat about this, was the Shoot Shield final. Yep. Uh, your two former clubs ended up in the final: the mighty Norths, just Norths, it's just Norths, yeah, just, just Norths, North. and uh, the Wicks. Randwick, they were there. Yeah, up the Wicks. Yeah, it was, it was a good win. I mean. Randwick didn't play, I mean, to Morgan Trenoui, he's the, the GM or the president or some sort of... He's getting his invoice. Yeah. Um, he, you know, to his own admission, probably that they didn't play their, their best. All right, 17 points in the first half, didn't score a point in the second half, but a really strong defensive second half. Stephen Hall's in his first uh, season as head coach in the Shoot Shield. Those boys are, um, you know, born and bred sort of Randwick boys. So you could see the emotion across them, but it also means we can just take that Fucking jersey down behind your you right shoulder there. Get rid of that. Are you yeah. going well, to put we, it I, I don't think we necessarily need to take it down. No, we're taking well, it down. What we can do is we can get a Randwick jersey, which you were supposed no, to bring in. No, we're taking it down. We said we're taking it down. Take it down, we please. We put bro. a Randwick jersey in front. Oh, you no, know, and just no, on both down. teams oh. from last weekend in the shoot shield final. Tommy what we should do is bring Gungarland's jersey in. Yeah, because you were part of the coaching team. I ran the water. Yeah, so Gungarland Eagles won the Are you okay? Okay, we'll bring it over here. Okay. There you go. You keep that. Thank you. So, for those of you listening, we've just removed the North's jersey from the set. Um, <laughs> that really stings. Swoop. It does. Yeah. All right, well, Can we so, just get back to Gun Garland there? You yes. Me off there, <laughs> Sorry, I don't feel like you care about Canberra too much. No, no, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. up, up the mighty Raiders. <laughs> no. Yeah, up the Raiders. But Gun Garland Eagles won their title for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. I was running the water. Lockie McCaffrey, he's a, he's a coach down there. So, incredible scenes. They're still going. How did much you, did you invoice for running the water? It's always about love. <laughs> love I mean, of money. <laughs> no, the love, the love of the sport. It's all about giving back sometimes, Drew. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. You should try it. <laughs> now, speaking of giving back, you guys are... I know you've got World Cup fever. Mm. I can sense that. You are yeah. heading there this afternoon, Yeah. Um, getting on your flight. Now, Gitz, when do you head over? I leave the 22nd of September, arrive the 24th. Okay, fantastic. And so, are you two travelling around together? What's happening? There will be a period of time where we're traveling together. We're all kind of doing different things, but towards the back end, quarterfinals, semifinals, we sort of start to marry up and and uh, get on the same sort of schedule, which will be good. Very good. And Swoop, you are heading over. You're a little bit later. You're... A little bit later. I'm locked in for potentially the, the semis. Well, I'm definitely locked in for the semis in the final, but we've got to get on a boat, don't we, for the quarters, yeah, for a little apparently. bit of a G-bra versus G-bra thing. Now, guys, while we've been away, the Wallabies have announced their squad. A lot of people uh, comment socially were like, where's the G-bra? What are their comments on this squad they're taking? Made a lot of noise. Uh, no Quade Cooper. Uh, no Michael Hooper. Um, and people want to know what you three think about this squad that Eddie's picked. Obviously, a little while ago, we played our last game against France. 
went down to them, 41-17. to 17. Um, What did you make of the squad and that game against the French? Who would like to go first? I think Coopy. Sure. He looks like he's jumping out of his skin. Yeah, well, um, well, a bit of Jeff Tuvey, really. I think there needs to be an investigation. You mentioned Hooper and Cooper. <laughs> I thought it was – wasn't it Des Hasler? No, it was Tuves. Oh, Tuves, Tuves, mate. Yeah, Sorry. Tuves. Sorry. Jeff, you are right. There needs oh, to be an investigation. It does. Hooper and Cooper, none. Um, and we know that uh, Hoops has been kind of battling a bit of a calf injury, but is it that serious to keep him out for an entire World Cup campaign? Do you risk kind of not taking that leadership over there um, and allowing the, his calf to get right? But, I mean, I, f- I found that a little strange. I feel like there's a little bit more to that. Um, and I tried to press him over text, but he gave me nothing. Oh. We know Hoops. He's pretty straight down the line. A little swoo. Uh, and obviously with Cooper, I think... Um, the fact that they've only carrying one ten over there is uh, seems a little strange, but also I know that they've got a couple of tens outside the squad playing well, playing that played Portugal. But yeah, to to kind of dismiss Cooper, who's got a lot of experience, he was probably didn't play to I guess the standard that Eddie needed him to throughout the series, but he still has a lot to offer. Um, so I found that a little uh, a little strange that he wasn't selected. Yeah, I, I, my concern is not having a kicker like in the 80, 85 percentile. Like we World Cups, sorry. you've just got to have a goal kicker that can nail any opportunities. We saw Carter Gordon miss a number of opportunities in that French game in the first half. Like you just, you don't get a plethora of option, uh, of opportunities in in World Cup games. You've got to make sure you you take them. And Carter doesn't kick for the Melbourne Rebels. Uh, now he's the the only kicker really in that squad. Um, I think that's going to be problematic. Uh, to not to have an, a second 10 is also... I mean, I know Ben Donaldson's there. He's in that utility role, but he's, he's like, from all reports on the outside, it, it looks like they're seeing him more as a 15. Um, yeah, and I just think Quaid, uh, Hooper, these guys and their experience, because it's not just what they can bring on the field. It's like World Cups. It's just, they're so intense. The pressure from external to, to back up each week to maintain the focus and that type of thing is, it's a different beast. And to have guys like that have been there and they've done that, and they can, they can just help ease some of those anxieties and pressures um, throughout the course of the week. Could could also have a telling uh, impact on the performance on the weekend. So that was a, a surprise one for me. Will Skelton as captain, I don't think anyone really really saw that. Um, probably speaks to Willie being, you know, one of the the few that were a, a lock. Uh, well, he plays lock, pardon the pun, but you know, a lock in their position. Um, you know, because slips. He went from being a co-captain to now not even being a vice, but now Angus Bell's coming in, so he's probably going to be the starter. Um, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a few there that I think have a lot of people not scratching their heads, but just like wondering why, like how they got to that uh, that decision. But hopefully, there's um, you know, like we we see through the course of this World Cup that um, there's there's method behind it. Yeah, well, I think you know I echo the thoughts of the two boys here. It's also even from what they were saying, there's so many answers or so many questions that weren't answered. And at the moment, the only person we're hearing from is Eddie. And Eddie shoots off and he had that press conference where he just said, it's the worst press conference I've ever had, mate. Thank you. And then just walks off. Give yourself an uppercut, yeah, mate. give yourself an uppercut, mate. But it's just like you don't get any answers. So, um, What was behind that? Do you think, was that a ploy for him to take the heat off the players? Was it... Or was it literally that Eddie was shitty getting on the plane? Because you know how shitty we can all get at the airport? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's flying business. He would have been in the first class lounge. He'd, he'd oh, be pretty okay. relaxed. Yeah, he's, I, I think it's, look, all the journos got a right to ask the hard questions. But I think, you know, when you look at the, the whole interview, 
they ask the same question maybe three or four times to try and get the quote that they want. Um, like he answered the question on Davies, the assistant coach. He wasn't there. He gave him a, a, like the answer. Mm. He gave him his answer, but they didn't like that. So they kept pressing him on the same question, on the same question. They weren't asking him about the squad they picked and you know their prospects and anything positive or whatever, but they, they just they honed in on the Quade Cooper and the, the, the Davies um, situations and just kept pressing it because it was almost like they weren't getting the answer they wanted, so they wanted to keep going. He was yeah. like, fuck off, mate. I've answered it. A like, million percent. And then the question about the Akubra. Why the Akubras? I love it. Because we're fucking Australia. Yeah. That's why we're wearing... Yeah. No, I, I loved it as well. What would he have done when he walked onto the plane or walked over to the boys and they would have seen that? Would he have said something to them? No, I reckon it just would have been a nice little tip of the hat. <laughs> yeah. I got you boys, you know? Yeah. I'll play crazy guy, um, but reserve judgment until after the World Cup. That's why I'm trying to... I'm a little confused by because the more that we see at him, the crazier it gets. And you're thinking, has the guy lost his mind? But I, I kind of truly believe he hasn't. There's some type of weird, bigger picture in play. Yeah, even the Australia A, they're playing. So you, you pick your 33-man squad for the World Cup. Then at the same time, in France, he's got an Australia A squad that are playing as well. Mm. So and the bulk like, of those players will stay on after that. After that, Well, they're staying on after that Portugal game yeah, to so play for of, the Barbarians. A lot so, of things aren't right. traditionally how... Is it like it's the done. Ashes cricket where you can bring people in and out of the squad or mm. one, once your World Cup squad is set, that's it? Yeah, so it was set last Monday. Yep. They had a cutoff and you can only change that if there's an injury and that the injured person has to go home as the, the replacement comes in, but they can't then return. So it's not like you can't have a one-week or a two-week injury. They have to like, and they, they escort leave. you to the airport. Yeah, I mean that yeah. happened to me in 2011. And you my, what you have to get out of the country. Yeah, tore my tore my hamstring against Russia, and I was I was out the next day. And wow. I think Lockie Turner maybe came in for me uh, in that one. And but he can't join the squad until I've left. So they literally just get you on the, the and next once plane. wheels off the tarmac, he gets to walk <laughs> yeah, in. And hey boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's pretty harsh to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean that's what it was. I I, I end up my my parents were flying over to New Zealand to go on uh, like a tour, and they felt upset. You know, because they felt bad that I was going home and they were coming home. I was like, don't worry about me. I was, I was on a festival just next to Alcatraz in San Francisco watching the boys in the semifinal a couple of weeks later. So it was... Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you know, I, I guess they've lost five in a row, the Wallabies, and, and a lot of people are asking questions. Eddie's stayed very positive, even against the French a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it was 41-17, but the scoreline didn't re- really reflect what was going on. It was four tries to three. We only kicked one out of six attempts on goal. Mm. Are you guys still leading into this game against Georgia 100% positive that the Wallabies are in a good place? Well, I mean, they're definitely in a good place. You'd argue that they could be in a better place for sure, but there's improvements. I thought our set piece was really strong and the set piece is going to have to be strong against Georgia because those guys (laughs) fucking love to scrum. Like They're very good at it. Uh, So Angus Bell, Tenilo Tupo, they went really well against the French. Um, I just think with our draw, Georgia, we've got Fiji are going to be tough. They've just beaten England uh, and also Wales. Like this, it's a good opportunity for us to build momentum and confidence through that pool stage. And then once you get to quarterfinal, likely against either England, who are a basket case, who actually they probably won't even get out of the pools, to be fair. Argentina and whoever else outside of England. Oh. Well, I mean, mate, like they love it. They've had yeah, some but suspensions. Case, yeah, I like it. No, well, I love it. Mate. The, the reference with basket case, they've got a couple of suspensions. Their captain being one. They've unfortunately for these two players. Uh, well, Anthony Watson's just got ruled out. I think Elliot Daly was under a cloud, but he's been included. Um, you know, like their first ever loss to, to Fiji. Like things aren't going well in no. the England camp. 
Um, Where do you want to go there? Should, should we go Owen Farrell and, you know, the whole red card, no, it's not, yes, it is? Do you think well, it's fair that he's going to miss the first two games and that well, rugby stepped in? Well, I think that should have been the outcome from o- the get-go. Originally. They so, got it wrong. Yeah. yeah, They got it wrong and that should have been the outcome from the get-go and, and then the process was, was poor. We um, also heard around that same time was George Moala got 10 weeks mm. who has no history of any foul play. I think he'd been suspended once for five weeks. Sorry to shoot you down. but Well, he didn't really shoot me down. When did that happen? <laughs> well, no, I, just, I saw all that narrative on the socials, but someone corrected it and said he had, like, years ago, had been suspended. So you, you actually don't know the facts? I, I don't know. Saying. I just saw it. Maybe maybe that tweet was also wrong. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. So you can only go with what you know. Curveball. What I know is he's got a Curveball clean Mitchell. Um, Tommy, if you can going, Google it's... that while we're sitting here, <laughs> maybe you're wrong. Yeah. These two are about to go each other, if you could look that up for us. <laughs> no, but I think the timing around that yeah. wasn't great. So he, George mm. Moala, got 10 weeks for a tip tackle where... The player landed on his back, on his, his back, back um, and was fine to continue to play. And then at the same time, that same week, or maybe a week after, mm. Owen Farrell did his thing and he got dismissed and no week. So then I think it's just poor timing. Now, I guess the loss to Fiji for England and only just beating Wales by two. These Is it called the Summer Series or whatever it's called? Should we be reading into this at all? I mean, a lot of teams have been fielding their full strength. Like you saw Springboks demolish the All Blacks and everybody was saying the All Blacks were full strength. Or should we just be looking at that, those going, you know what, coaches are trying different things, don't read into that too much. Where do you guys find it? Well, 2011, we lost to Samoa in Sydney. I played in that game. Uh, that was my last game for the Wallabies for a while, actually. <laughs> um, but then the boys went on and had a successful World Cup. Like they made, well, not successful, well, successful-ish, I suppose. You made it to the semi-final, lost to New Zealand. Um, so I don't know how much you can read into it because the side that we picked against Samoa wasn't, I don't think, the team that Robbie was thinking yeah. about playing for the for the World Cup. So it's very hard to tell whether they're experimenting with game plans, with players. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I think the timing of everything, like they're playing hard games Mm. in a lead up to a World Cup. For me, that's, I thought that's pretty strange. Yeah, the Springboks All Blacks was a bit strange. Yeah, I think it's probably coming down to the the money stuff. Those two two teams, the unions, they sell out Twickenham. Yeah. They get a big chunk of cash into their pockets as Gitz gets up and goes for a tinkle. Um, Tinkle Talks. Have you got like a, a World Cup edition Tinkle Talks? For Gitz, did anything happen? Let's say 2007 in France. Oh, that's a, a long time ago. On a night out. Act, oh, did you go away with Gitz? No, I, I, had, I spent the quarterfinal night with him. And what? I happened? think he pissed into the port at Marseille. <laughs> did he? Yeah. yeah. I think we may have both done it. <laughs> <laughs> at least he didn't piss his pants. Oh uh, yeah. Nah. Nah, nothing. Mm. All right. When he comes back. Is there a phrase you can say that's going to make him freak out? Just say, yeah, there was five of us in the room. <laughs> no, because that doesn't have any reference to anything, Prof. <laughs> no, um, not now. Where were we? Uh, he's back. Yeah, he's yeah. back. Anyway, uh, I know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know the story, but yeah. something's going on. Yeah, just a little bit of Tinkle Talks there. The kids. How good would it be if we got Tinkle Talks sponsored? Oh, Because that is the type of segment where you can go to people yeah. You know, like it depends, adult nappies. And you say, this or even segment's perfect for you. Who guys. makes toilets? 
We could Royal, put one Royal here. Dalton. Hey, Tins could talk to Royal Dalton. Yeah. Uh, Armitage and something. I always oh, see yeah, that Shanks. When, Armitage, Armitage and, Shanks. and Shanks. Yeah, I always see that when I'm... We could put that here. Yeah. <laughs> that could be your new seat. <laughs> I'd be very happy with that. Must stay in shot, though. Of course. Are there any other podcasts where people go to the toilet while they're on? On the side. That could be our gimmick. Could mm. be. Uh, where you were at were, was uh, England and... Oh, no. Whether or not we read into these results. Yeah, look, it's hard. I... You know, New Zealand looked like they were playing their full strength side. Springboks, no. They, I mean, they, they played with a 7-1 bench. Seven, all seven forward subs come on at once. Yeah. Like, it's out of control. They're tinkering with things, and it seemed to go well for them. Mm. Sometimes those things, you know, like you make a bold call like that, and it doesn't go your way with a couple of injuries to the backs early or something, and then you're, you're scrapping. But uh, it worked for them against the All Blacks. But Which makes it dangerous because they'd probably be inclined to use it again because it worked mm. on the weekend. So. Yeah. High risk to Wait, play. Two weekends ago. Two, that's right. Two weekends ago. So many weekends ago. Yeah. Mm. High risk to, to bring that out in the World Cup and it backfired. Yeah. Um, seven one bench. That's outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, who, I don't even like six two bench. I think it's fool's gold. Yeah. Because you've got to play longer as a back. Oh, no. I just think it's just often when you do that, then you end up getting a couple of back, uh, back injuries that you or subs that you need to make or something. And no, that's because you've got to play longer. No, yeah. I like playing longer. No, you don't. Once I'm out there, I like playing. I, I, like like a, I like game stuff. I just don't like training. That's don't true. try and shit on me, mate. <laughs> I'm not shit on me. A lot of people have said, it's really unfair how you get treated on this podcast. Who said that? <laughs> Who's a, a lot of people? A, a lot of people. Said, Darcy. Like honestly. There's been going. some pillow talk a with him and Darcy. A lot of people have said, oh. was it's it? just an opportunity for them to hang shit on you. And I'm just not going to stand Is for that it. the case? Yeah. Do you know Jeez, what? mate. Your own mother, Kaz, she said she loves it. Yeah. She enjoys when we hang shit on you. When you say a lot of people, is it? Your personalities late at night <laughs> when you're looking in the Before I put my sleep sleep story on, so I don't have to listen to my own voices in my head. Yeah. Uh, no, I just I'm just putting it out there, boys. If, yeah. nah, if look, you care about my mental we health, no, we do, and my self esteem, we'll you stop shitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hey, sorry, no more shit on you for this episode. Stop shitting stop on shit me. Stop shitting on me, Drew Mitchell. Made it do well in Germany. <laughs> oh, you ripper so. yeah uh so um fiji let's talk some fiji because obviously they do sit now wow they are looking they're performing well yeah yeah yeah, yeah that josh tuisova didn't play he wasn't in the yeah he played oh no he didn't play against england yeah right yeah um and he's a he's a beast like he is a, a beast but yeah i think um england had a few opportunities that they probably missed but on the back of that like I think you're seeing the improvement from the Fijian team from their exposure with the Drua. Mm. They've got players coming through that super rugby system. Um, they're used to that 80-minute rugby, not so much that seven-a-side stuff. So, yeah, I, th- I think they're, they're going to be a really tough team to beat, I think. It's exciting. Do you think, because the Welsh haven't been performing very well, mm. if you were very a betting man, yeah. are you looking at Australia and Fiji going through in our group? Definitely. Yeah, I think what so. Yeah. Seen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, very good. Hey, uh, it's time for Portugal some... third. Portugal third. Mm. Wow. wow. <laughs> You're just trying to be controversial <laughs> yeah. now. No, I'm not. And I mean, look, it's not going to happen. Georgia? Mamuka will kill you. Yeah. Are <laughs> they fourth? Oh, I meant fourth. Yeah. I just meant to get above the Welsh. Yeah. You love going to... Where is it? Rev- Revs? Revs, yeah. Yeah. In Cardiff, yeah. Oh, is that a nightclub or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, apparently. 
Pretty busy on a Tuesday night, they reckon. Is it? Really? Was it yeah. uni night? So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I love a uni night. Should we do some mid-show thanks? Yeah, let's sure. do it. Uh, a big thank you to the friends uh, of the show at Harvey Norman, great supporters of Aussie Rugby and home of technology and the place to get your furniture, bedding and electrical appliances. They've got a great range, great value and great prices on TV, so make sure you get down to Harvey Norman, grab a smart TV so you can stream the whole Rugby World Cup in Ultra HD and watch the Wallabies shit it in over there in France. Uh, with a difficult time difference, this is a good piece of advice here. Tommy's written this. Maybe get yourselves a new kettle or a coffee machine. Oh, oh. for that little two AM pick me up, well, and, a, and a little oracle, and a little pie maker. Do you use a Breville, Breville Oracle Touch? Oh, I could, bro. What's that? I could, bro. That's, That's what I want. Intriguing, really? mate. It's the best coffee machine. Harvey Norman's got it. Oh, uh, they do. I thought it was something else. Is that what was it called? Touch, touch. Breville Oracle Touch. Oracle Touch. Yeah. You know what? That is two products. Is it? Definitely. Um, so can uh, I get some mid mid uh, mid show, show beer drinks? if you don't mind mid show Paul Tommy Tommy now please, please don't let this happen again I, Tommy <laughs> you're better than that Tom uh, if you are listening <laughs> Drew is tapping the glass and asking Tommy to fill it up with beer you're now thirsty yeah I'm getting myself conditioned for when I go to France this is the other thing we were hoping to catch up a little earlier well we will catch up earlier we're maybe going to bunk together in Toulon. And I said, I've already reached out to the club. Hold um, on. So the first thing he sets up before, like, we, we've got an apartment there. One of our friends in Toulon are going to give us her apartment. And the first thing he worries about is? Car. Transportation. <laughs> yeah, to get where? To the gym. <laughs> yeah. No, the RCT, Have you lined up a gym? The rugby club, yeah. They said, yeah, come in, obviously work around the boys. But they said, you're like family. You can come when you want. I mentioned it to Drew and Drew's like, mate, I'm not going over there to train. <laughs> I said, you don't have to, just come with me and like, let's just see what happens. But he's not even entertaining the thought, which means he I definitely I thought you guys had a plan to train every day. Oh, I, 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 I didn't well, sign off on that. That's not our plan. Not you and I. I'm 100% committed. Well, I've resigned to the fact that, look, my body's a temple. I'm just going to get back from France. It's going to be one of those really badly run down temples <laughs> that no one's taken care of it for a long time. And then I'll just pick it back up. Can we up get in, a wait before you go and then a wait oh, when you come back? Because that's sure. another sponsor. Yeah. yeah, I know. Everyone, actually a lot of people have been texting me going, surely you're not 110 kilos because of that, uh, the race intro. Oh, right. You guys are talking about in France in Toulon and obviously you played in Toulon mm. a, long, a long time um, and very popular at the club. I was wondering, and you can answer this or not. Sure. Have you reached out to any old flames? <laughs> I don't have any flames <laughs> over there. I was, I was a long, long distance data when I was Were over you? there. Yeah. Okay. And I was there for Not going to knock on any French doors. I was there, there for footy. Bonjour. Drew Michel is back. <laughs> None of that. No. Um, no, I've not made any uh, contact with anyone. No. No inquiries? Negative. Well, I don't know who he's reached out to or what I happened. Haven't. No, I'm saying I don't know. But I was about to back you up. Gee, you've got your. You've come Sorry. in hot here, real, real protective, aren't you? Yeah. I was just saying, the girl he spent most time with during that whole five years probably would have been my wife. Mm. Mm. And, he's and not she's coming over. Her. She is coming over. Yeah. Um, but you've not reached out to her, so well, I wouldn't imagine you Not in a group chat with others. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. I don't know where this podcast... Are you, are you an anxious flyer? Is That's that why what you're it is. a bit... No, I'm not an anxious edgy? flyer. I'd, no, you're pretty I'd, good. Absolutely tranquilize myself. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your go to? You got a dart in your neck. <laughs> I'm like wheels up. Yeah. Wheels down. 
Yeah. But what are you? So are you don't don't chop anyone. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No chops. Are you like a couple of glasses of red and and you're out, or you're trying to move? You think no? So I always I have a couple of whiskos in the uh, in the the lounge. Yeah, nice. And then I get on the flight. And I just get myself all, you know, like set up. And, yeah. Yeah. And just in my comfies. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my eye mask. How uh, quick do you throw the pajamas on? Because you're in business. You're traveling over in business. No, I'm not actually. Are you not? So no. You're taking I'm, your own PJs. Yeah. It's like, just take some more, some nice comfy stuff. Nice. But I, before we start taxiing, I'll get changed. So then I'm comfy. And then pretty much once you get up and the, the, the seatbelt light goes off, they start the first sort of um, meal whatever mm -hmm. once the meal cart comes out i'd take my medication prescribed of course of course uh and <laughs> i sit there with my medication uh, with my medication with my meal i have a couple of reds and pretty much by the time i'm finishing that last little scoop i'm just like i must down it's nice and then wheels down in dubai <gasps> wake up wake up yeah i go from like heart rate of 10 per minute to Back back to normal. Have a look around to see if no one's too upset. Yeah. <laughs> see if I've done any damage. Yep. I'm still strapped in on my own seatbelt. That's all right. My hands aren't together. Then <laughs> yeah, then I, then I ask the, the flight attendant to undo, to undo my handcuffs. Um, no, and then I uh, just go, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably get some McDonald's. Mm. And are you excited to go? Are you... Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. Wish How's I your French? Have you done anything? I've made, it's probably on par with when I was living over there. So you've not done anything? Well, no, but... I, I kind of have the level of maybe a seven, eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Some chat, obviously, Brad Davis has left as the attacking mm -hmm. coach and they brought in Jason Riles. He was a defensive coach for Eddie when he was coaching England and now is the attacking coach for the Wallabies. Mm -hmm. Any concern there? And let me say this, 17 assistant coaches have quit under Eddie while he was at England. Oh, that burp was disgusting, Drew. But I'll comment on... Rosie coming in, and then you can talk about the 17 sure. coaches. I think it's it's a strange one that this the guy that's come in to replace the attack coach has previously only worked in defence. I suppose, potentially, and Swoop, you would probably know more, when you were doing the attack coach, you'd often look at how you would defend things to help your attack. Is that right? That's correct. So potentially, maybe that's what Jason Rolls could be doing. But yeah, it's, it's a strange one for me. And, and on the eve of the, the World Cup for him to uh, just walk away like that. So I don't know. Again, it's like the, the squad. We don't really know because the answers or the questions that we asked have, haven't really been answered. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a like for like. I don't know if because they lost their attack coach, Jason Riles comes in as attack coach. I think he's just come in as an assistant, another voice or whatever. Um, I don't know if he's coming in to take over the, the attack. I don't know if we've heard that necessarily. I think we just all assume that because the attack coach left and then he come in. Actually, to be fair, yeah, Eddie did say that at the press conference. He said, I've been around the, the attack. Um, mm. He pretty much runs that, I, I assume, heading and into the World Barry Cup. Barry Barnes is in there as well. He'd probably have a bit of a is say. Is Barnes he travelling with him? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the timing of, of the assistant quitting just beforehand is odd. Like, you've done all the prep work and then you get to... Mm. you know like the showpiece and then you quit but i think he's already signed up with the queensland reds to, to work under les kiss for, for next season i don't know whether it's you know just hurrying up and getting into that setup or, or whatever but um yeah i think it's, it's all very strange and eddie had a parting little shot saying it strengthens their their um their coaching setup now that um these changes have been made so 
Uh, I guess we'll we'll have to see. So seventeen assistant coaches Mm. under Eddie. That's a lot. It's a lot. Why? Well, there's about thirty-five of them in each each camp. So. Oh, okay. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's not a lot in terms of. um, He definitely drives standards. Like he works super hard, and I think he expects that of his staff as well. So whether that's, like you know, whether it's just fatigue or then. They just like it's too much for them potentially, too demanding on them and the families potentially for mm. some of them. But I mean, over what time frame we're we talking here? Five. How years, long? I think? Did, yeah, seven. Seven, seven, years. seven years, Tommy. Thank you. Um, yeah, is that yeah. so? If we do the maths, two, three, yeah. some years, and yeah. two for most. So is that a lot? Is that happening at other teams? Well, I feel like he gives uh, he gives coaches new coaches opportunities like he has with this team mm-hmm. and so maybe he's kind of trialing them in a way he gets them in and sees what they're made of you know he's he's big on that with his players too he gives young players out of club like you gets opportunities to see how they perform maybe he's doing that that's part of his kind of criteria for for coaches um and assistant coaches and clearly hasn't worked out 17 times over the last five years and he's constantly searching for people that he can he can use to have a a great influence on on the team. And on that, Steve Hansen, obviously. Yeah, yeah that was very strange. Yeah. I, I saw the interview, I think, with um, Dan Coles, where he just found out. He's like, you're shitting me. Yeah, he, actually, he yeah. couldn't believe it himself. See, oh, right. I'm gobsmacked. That, is that crazy or genius? You know what I mean? Like Because he's got a lot of New Zealand slightly rattled. I, I don't think that. you'd care, though. Like, if you were getting ready for a World Cup and you found out, say, that Czech is now with South Africa and you found out, you'd be like, really? Gee, I find that hard to believe, but then when he actually does it, you're just like, I don't know, for me, if I was playing and I heard that, I'm in that situation, I'd almost be like, well, fuck him. I'm now going to make sure that we properly finish that team off now that they've got that help. Or Yeah, I mean, it was also only for three to five days going into the French team. So, um, you know, like three to five days, how much influence can Steve Hansen have? And they're not going into prepping up against the All Blacks. I, I just think, again, with the uppercut chat, the press conference, now, Steve Hansen, again, we're just talking about Eddie, what he's up to. We're not talking about the, the squad. Well, is that, is that actually what, what's happening? He's only in there for three days. Yeah, three it's, days yeah, it's only yeah. into the lead up to the French game. Oh, see, was I there didn't any... know that. I thought he was brought in for the whole... No, no, no. Was there any photographs yeah. of them together? The only photographs I saw were old pics of them. Yeah. Like, I actually haven't seen any evidence of it. Mm. Has anybody... Well, I mean, they both spoke about being there and they just said, it's like a couple of mates catching up for a beer, beer and just yeah. like, you know, and just looking over things and seeing if they can help with any of the... You know, like just another point of view, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think even like Dan Cole's uh, interview, he probably didn't know the context of it in terms of him being there only for three to five days and, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, why, why not? Like if you can lean on someone who's as good as Steve Hansen and get his input, even if it's a small little thing that, that may change and have an impact on them long term, then why not? Absolutely. Uh, now, let's look forward, shall we? Um, obviously, big weekend, opening weekend of the World Cup. Cracking game to start. Mm. Uh, All Blacks, France, that kicks us off on Friday night. Um, they're at Stud de France. Um, well, uh, after what the French did to Australia, um, and obviously the French higher ranked than New Zealand going into this tournament, are they the favourites for this game? Or because the All Blacks are always so good, are you still looking at them? Well... Since France lost their 10, Romain and Tamak, mm. um, New Zealand become the betting favourites, um, which is not everything, but it's it's something in terms of the impact that Intermac would have had. Um, 
and the the hole that he he leaves there that the French have to fill. But then again, South Africa kind of come in and and absolutely wallop the All Blacks in a record score. So who knows where where we're at? But it's going to be a huge game. They'll be packed out at the Stade de France. Um, France are looking really good. Like they've like Damien Pinot on the wing, mm. Ramos at the back, uh, Dupont of course at nine. Their forward packs also really impressive. They are looking really good, mm. but they're looking good once they get ahead. So against the Wallabies, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, they <laughs> got out to a good lead around the sixty-minute mark, and then that's when they looked like they started to feel comfortable. Mm. The first half, they looked very nervous like as in the the weight of a world cup yes yeah i mean that's going to be something and i reckon that you know it's going to be a shaky game i'm backing the all blacks one because they're flying in a little under the radar they're Mm. coming off a loss against the springboks where it was the worst loss for them in history uh, all blacks history and they're hungry um they've had some very good performances we've spoken about them a number of times on the pod uh, already i reckon all blacks are sitting pretty for this first game the opener against the french who are looking a little little nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, the I pressure... Know, is that what you blokes saw? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the pressure of a, of a home World Cup on the French mm. as well. We we also know, having all played there, the amount of importance they put on home games, mm. like, is, is a lot. Like, it's, you know, you just don't lose at home. And they almost write off some games when you play away games on in Heineken Cup and things. But I wouldn't imagine they do that at test level. But it's just that mentality of, of having to step up and, and win your home games. It's the opening game of your home uh, World Cup. You've been at the top of the standings for the best part of the last couple of years. Um, there's a, a shitload of pressure on these boys. What do you think about them starting with what could be the greatest game of all the rounds, if you know what I mean? Like yeah. that could end up mm. being the final. Do you think World Cup should start like that? Yeah. Why yeah, not? absolutely. Yeah. With yeah. A bang? Start with a bang. What? Yeah. You don't want to start with one that's going to be 80 points to two. I was, well, I was be suggesting two because that's not Japan like versus Chile. I thought that would... <laughs> that would also be a great really, game. Yeah. But I think this one's probably better. better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some other games. England v Argentina on that Saturday night. That's another big one as well. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to be leaning towards Argentina. Yeah, I think yeah. they're certainly. Yeah. yeah. They're preparing super well. Um, England, in Drew's world, the words are, what did you say? They're... Basket case. They're a basket case. Um, <laughs> I mean, they've so, got every right to throw it back at us at 0-5. But yeah. that's, that's my words. Good on you. Well done, Drew. Um, but I think Argentina should win that one. Now, the other one I want to highlight, South Africa, Scotland. Uh, that's on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Scotland. Say. Yeah, Scotland are in good form. Yeah. yeah. They're playing really well. Uh, Finn Russell just pulling the strings at, at number 10. Jack Dempsey, former Wallaby, playing at number eight there for Scotland. Uh, to Pilotu as well, young fellow that played at the Waratahs playing mm. at 12. But then also like just, you know, they've, they've got some good form behind them actually. I don't see them getting out of the quarters, but they've got good form. But are they the two out of that pool that you think would go ahead, South Africa and Scotland? Well, no, well, are they they've the... also got Ireland, Ireland and Tonga. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, they're the pool of death. Yeah. yeah. But Scotland are a chance if they can... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the, it's the strongest squad that they've ever had for a World Cup, yeah. I think. Then you've got Wales v Fiji. In the Australian pool on the Sunday as well. Yeah. That'll be a good game. I love my people from the Valleys, but I also love uh, the Fijians. I, I think Fiji are playing super well um, and they'll probably, I think they'll win. Yeah, I agree. Fiji. Yeah, Fiji for me, for me, like them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no didn't nail it. Didn't it. Didn't did I nail that? What if you have to for? ask, did I nail it? You didn't fucking nail it. You're right. Easy <laughs> So there's obviously other games. Ireland, Romania, Japan, Chile, uh, Italy, Namibia. 
But uh, the one that we probably should concentrate on is Australia, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's Saturday night uh, at Stud de France. Gents, what are we talking here? Will the Georgians put up a fight? Yeah, well, you don't want to fight the Georgians. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Drew touched on it earlier. The set piece is going to be yeah. crucial for, for the Wallabies. And the quicker that they can play this game, at like more tempo, I think the more successful they'll be in this game. But yeah, I think the so, start's crucial. So they're all about scrummaging. Well, scrummaging, they're also set a high-kicking game. Well, yeah, they they're just, a high-kicking team. So Are we worried that Jason Riles in charge of the attacking and league scrums aren't that good? Are we going <laughs> to... No, our scrum is good against France. Yeah. Um, okay, good. You know, we've got some big bodies. The boys are in got good shape. Good. And yeah, I, we're going to get opportunities because they do kick a lot, Georgia. Um, yeah. So it's whatever the makeup of the back three, I'd say Kellaway, Marika and Nongani Tawase. Suli played really well against France, but I think those three are probably the lock for the, the back three. But they'll get opportunities. It's got to make sure they make the right decisions as to when to, to run and when to, to kick it back. Yeah, I agree with Drew. What I liked about the Wallabies-France warm-up was the fact that the Wallabies are trying things and they're creating mm -hmm. opportunities. It's just a matter of being able to convert the ones that they've created. So it's, it's good to see that they're attacking. And with that mindset, it's just a matter of kind of being able to be accurate, clinical around finishing. All right, very, very exciting. I can't believe there. There's so much rugby chat. It almost feels like we're a rugby pod. Yeah. Well, the problem it's is amazing. there's so many great games yeah, going I agree. on. I agree. You're running a great ship. Thank You're you, mate. Well. Do you think this will be this entire sort of Rugby World Cup run that will become sort of a bit zero? No. Stay away from zero. Drew will do something. He'll get locked up. There'll be a story. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bring a story. Okay, make sure you're recording <laughs> if you do get locked <laughs> sure. up. Sure. Make sure. sure. Um, and when we're all there, <laughs> oh, pod tent. All yeah. three of you will be recording. Yeah, absolutely. Me getting locked up. Um, what is the name of the French police? I know it's Il Carbonieri in... Uh, Policia? I don't La Policia. Mm. Is it? Wah. All right. Wah. <laughs> uh, like a duck. All right. Well, uh, hey, guys, all that's left, and it's my favorite part of the show, is the quiz. Oh, I love quizzes. Now, as I said, Saturday night, um, French time, so Sunday morning, our time. Uh, we take on Georgia. And so it is a Georgia edition. Yes. Oh, of the Georgia. Today written by the great Georgia. Thomas Erskine. That's nice. Um, now, as is per normal, I will ask the question. I'll go around. <laughs> I'm dual win. Yeah. Have you had one yet? No. Nah. No. Um, I will ask you uh, to lock in an answer. And then we'll go from there. All right. Number one. The country of Georgia holds a world record. Which one is it? Is it A, the largest oak tree? Is it B, the deepest cave? Is it C, the largest produce, producer of Grenache wine? Is it D, the largest tonnage of body hair removed every year? <laughs> oh, Actually, our former teammate, Levan Chilotava, used to get uh, laser all over his body. The only place he didn't have hair was on his head. On his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he's 21. Um, As a man that suffers from the same thing. Well, yeah. I arrived at Salon and he said he wouldn't speak to me until I lost five kilos. Yeah. I thought, I thought he himself. was like this 35-year-old Georgian. So I showed him a bit of respect. Then I realized he was 21. <laughs> I was like, fuck off, man. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go cave. Deepest caves? Yeah. I'm going to go Grenache. Grenache. Go, can't go the same thing. What was the first you one? Oak, largest same. oak tree. Oak tree. Wrong. Ding, ding, ding. Gets hey number one. You should have gone. Question number Big two. Biggest Nicholas Cage. Question number two. Each year of the Masters is played at Augusta National in Georgia, USA. Which past winner had the most expensive champion's dinner? Now, when you win, oh. then you get to choose the dinner oh. the night after. Yeah. A, Hideki Matsuyama. He had oh. sushi, sashimi, black cod, Kobe beef steaks. Adam Scott. 
He had calamari, a New York strip, and pavlova. Phil Mickelson, seafood paella, filet mignon, ice cream, and apple pie. Tiger Woods had cheeseburgers, chicken, milkshakes, child support, and a hundred <laughs> and a hundred dollars. $100 million divorce settlement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you factor all that in, it happens to be Tiger, but I'm going to go f- uh, the filet mignon of Phil Mickelson. I was waiting for a Georgian. No, it's because it's played at Georgia, Augusta National. Oh, Georgia. Gee, I'm slow on that. You are slow. It was slow. almost a swoop moment there. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the sushi. Hideki. Hideki. Matsuyama. Filthy Phil. No, you can't. I've already picked Phil. No, oh, I, think okay. can, so I think we can double up. No, yeah, we okay. can't. No, no well, we won't double up. Well, let him double up. No. He said it last time. I didn't double you up. You said on the first round. I didn't double up on the first question. It hurt me, so I won't double up But then the it's second. not fair because he doesn't get to choose first. He's he can choose, choose, choose first. first. Well, I thought it was a Ricky Fowler ringer, but... Um, Adam Scott. Let's Yeah, no, Scott's a tight ass. He, uh, well, then you're doubling up. Yeah, but he's up. not paying for it. Isn't he? Isn't he? Okay, I'll go Adam Scott. The answer is Phil Mickelson. Yes. <laughs> you can you can go next first. What is the one. national dish of Georgia? Church killer. What? Church killer. Church killer. <laughs> that doesn't sound. Walnut right. sausages. <laughs> you, you had three goes of that and it didn't <laughs> Mate, change. Try and read it. C h u r c h k h e l a. Oh, church killer. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. Sorry, mate. Yeah, walnut sausages. Mzvadi, impaled meat on a stick. Kachpuri, which is a bread canoe filled with cheese, meat, and eggs. Or a Chick fil A 24 piece meal combo. <laughs> you go, I'm going to go that Kachpuri. Kachpuri. I'm going to go the, uh, the, the cheesy bread with eggs. That's the same one. Oh, that's your Kachpuri. Oh, you're going to go the Mzvada or the Chuchkala? I'm going to go the impaled meat. That's the mitzvah and church luck. <laughs> Correct. Swoop. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yay. Jesus. Good on you, One, one, one. One, one. Oh, a piece. This is, I mean, the fans, they'll be getting around their I've TVs. actually been right all the way. <laughs> no, you haven't. Well, I have initially when I've. Well, we could have chosen yours, but then we you didn't let me double up. Rules. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think the three of you need to go on some sort of couples weekend. We do, eh? To France. The World Cup. Which of these is a criminal offence in the state of Georgia? Ooh. A, knowingly sending your kid to school with head lice. B, having more than 20 pumpkins on display for Halloween. <laughs> C, carrying an ice cream cone in your pocket on a Sunday. D, using their state fruit, the peach, to describe a pert bottom. Right, so, so like the lice. peach emoji. Yes. So who whose turn was it? Was it your turn to go first there? Yeah, it was. Kids? I've gone lice. Lice? Oh, I'm going to go uh, Halloween, 20, 20 um, pumpkins. Which means oh. you go... Yeah, I'll go the Sunday Sundays in your pocket. <laughs> Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Really? Hey, yeah. You can't carry an ice cream cone in your pocket on a Sunday. Is that That's true, Tommy? It's a big no-no. Why is that? Is it? Because it looks like an erection at church. Mm. Well, where's your pocket in the front? Still in the side. Oh, yeah, but you can. That's odd. <laughs> Very <laughs> odd. Yeah. But you it's odd tuck. that someone would want to put an ice cream cone in their yeah, pocket. You yeah, you put it in your mouth. <laughs> you 1700s, should. man. People were doing some pretty wacky things back then. Um, I'm, I'm impressed they had waffle cones can we get in the 1700s. Roch Balls, can we get a score check? Two for Swoop. Yeah? Swoop two. The Biv one. Goit one. Ew. Fifth question and final. In the Rugby oh. World Cup, which nation handed Georgia their biggest beating? 
Was it England, Australia, South Africa, or Portugal? I'm going to go uh, South Africa. See? Swoop, swoop, jump in. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with England. Okay. England forgets. I'll go Australia. England, correct. Ding, ding, ding. Eighty-six to six in the Group C clash. So Drew loses. Yeah, I'm the loser. You're a loser. So let me give you. You lead a loser. Shall I give you? I'll just come up with one on the spot here. Yeah. Mm. But Drew can't participate. That you can't participate. Should I go to the men's then? Yeah, you go. Uh, do you need to go to the loo? No, he has to stay. Okay, okay. Here, this is going to involve Georgia um, and you just, person, person closest to the answer. Oh, <clears throat> on Saturday, the 12th of August, Georgia played Romania in a warm-up game. What was the score? Yeah. Or the margin? No, Drew, you're out. Either. Yeah. Score or margin, whoever's closest. Yeah. Fucking today, boys. Yeah, I'm waiting on this bloke. Oh. Seriously. Let's twenty-eight, twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to go with like a forty-two, ten. It was fifty-six, six, which means gets hey, win. You, <laughs> you are so not smart, right? I don't want to say dumb, <laughs> but but he did fail Naplan. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah. That's funny because it was about. <laughs> He's like, what's Naplan? He doesn't know. I don't know. No. Found something. Uh, well, congratulations. Uh, another week, another quiz without a sponsor. So I hope uh, you guys enjoyed that. Mm. Uh, we'll be back next week with another quiz. Now, um, I guess the last thing to do before we say goodbye, we, we have prepared a gift for you. Have if you? you need to use the loop. Okay, I'll go now. i to pop yep. out now and we'll just, guys, we'll organize the gift. Yep. So if you're listening or if you're watching, um, I've got the gifts here. Um, we won't, we don't want to reveal it to the audience. So no. just, mate, where are you coming back? Yeah. I was just going to say, I'll also get ready because I've got to go pretty quickly to you're, my You're going straight from now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Get your stuff on and while you're getting ready to go, isn't it exciting that he's going? Oh, not really. I'm going to miss him. But, but it's exciting for him. And you're, it's only two or three weeks and you're joining him, right? I know, but that feels like a lifetime when you love someone. <laughs> Is your wife going with you straight away? No. So you'll get a bit of time, just a bit of you and Drew time? Yeah, we'll get a, And then when the wife comes over, Drew and my wife will get a bit of their time. Oh, that's so nice. And then you pop Everyone up. gets to go. All right, we're going to let him go get changed. We'll just organise the present, boys. Yep. And then with the magic of uh, TV podcast, we'll just do a hard cut to here. <laughs> oh, geez, you're, Is this oh. you ready to go to the airport? Yeah, straight, straight in. You're <laughs> Fuck, you're a wanker. <laughs> Seriously. Do you wanna, do you, Drew, <laughs> why? <laughs> the kittens. Uh, um, if you're, you're listening, an A-grade wanker. You you, what do you mean? Swoop got me this from an establishment <laughs> down in Melbourne when we were down there for the Bledisloe. It's merchandise from kittens. Is it? Yeah. Jeez. Thanks, bro. I've never seen them before. So he's, he's, uh, <laughs> Drew's sleep mask is a is a kitten. Yeah. Um, and then what is the, what are these pajamas? They're the well, they're that's the all they give you. This is what you get when you turn left. I'll be but I'll be that loser wearing them when I turn right. <laughs> are you really turning right? Yeah, I'm turning right. Well, hopefully they Promise. see in those and they say, oh, Sue, you're in the wrong spot. Just come with us. Yeah, maybe. And they slide they go, you. Oh, the... you've been up there before, have you? Yeah. You, should... you shouldn't be down yeah, there. Yeah, you're one of panels. us. Come on. Hopefully. We'll see how we go. Now, yeah. we have organized gifts. Because... Oh, that's really nice of you guys. Well, it is... it's sad to see you go because we do have this run of shows. God knows how many. Yeah. Um, and it won't be the same without you in the studio. It certainly won't be. Yeah. So, 
who wants to go? Oh, shall I go first? Yeah, you go. Sure. You're there. Uh, and I thought long and hard about this. We haven't known each other for long, but I sure. feel like we've really bonded. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, what does my mate need over there? And so I, I got you just a box of <laughs> oh, box of condoms. What are they? They're Durex. <laughs> <laughs> and, and please wear them. No, I will. I mean, um, I, I won't because I'm not. I'm actually not over there for that. Okay. No, but you can wear them. Oh yeah. So just, just, wait, just, no, just, just when I'm getting ready in the morning, just put one on with my sunnies. Just in and, case. Yeah. Just and these are called Pleasure Me Durex Pleasure Me. So I think they're ribbed on the inside. Well, wow. yeah. I was going to say, like, shouldn't it be Pleasure Her? I, I think. But thank you. Can you ring us? Anyway, it's, your it's, it's, a, it's your gift. It's a thoughtful gift. Yeah. There's only ten in there. Which well, you, ten plus two. I don't know what that. Two free ones. Two, oh, two free yeah. ones. Oh, so you're a value shopper, prof. So I, I know. And that'll get you through well, to, the, get to you. Dubai. <laughs> first leg of the trip. Uh, uh, so anyway, have a good, no, nah, thanks. That's super really safe journey. Uh, yeah. And just always remember, pop on a rank. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want memories, but not the ones that yeah. cost you. The uh, you wouldn't believe it, prof. Yeah, oh, you know what they say. <laughs> great minds. Yeah, they think alike because I had the same idea, mate. Um, although I'm not a value shopper because I just bought 10 straight. Um, I've gone for the skin, fill everything. Nice. Um, size. I've only gone with the size I know that I've bought before and that's large. <laughs> there are other sizes. There Did are, you know, are Swoop? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, um, and you know. No, I appreciate you guys looking out for me. I, yeah. you know, had a good look. So I thought, yeah. you know. You're in similar ball game. Um, <laughs> mate, Shaft game. This is a, a soft non-latex. Oh, how is so that? So you get a, and you get a plus one intimate gel satchel. Wow, I'm kidding. Where does that? Mate, you've got you've got ten to one satchel. So use that wisely, mate. <laughs> Thanks, um, guys. I mean, I, I really like how you're looking <laughs> after my my health and looking out for me. I think I think this is pretty. Uh, there you go. That'll get I you think it's very right. weird what they've done. So I went left field. I got a scratchy. Uh, on it was the Eiffel Tower. Ah. I got was. a little bored. Yeah, I got a little bored. So I scratched it, but I won $15. Went to the pharmacy. You wouldn't believe what cost $15. <laughs> Stop it. So I got, I got a pack myself <laughs> because they were on sale. Um. And because I didn't have a gift to give you, yeah. I was going to take them home. But you know what? <laughs> Why you would you need those? them? You don't want more kids. Regular fit. These are all. These ones are pretty dull. Well, that's what I mean. It's only fifteen bucks. Yeah, but they're invisible. Our yeah, thinnest you won't condom. Even see them. I'm nervous that when you open the packet, there's nothing in there. <laughs> Look, I'm slightly flattered. <laughs> don't be that nervous. It's not for you. You guys, you know, think I'm going to actually need. To use these. But, well, yeah. we know that you haven't been strong on using them in Australia. Now that you're going <laughs> into seats. Don't, mate. What? Don't. Well, see, this is what I mean. Shit, on Joe, me. No, no, no shit, not. I'm not. No. Mate, we're best mates. Yeah. Right? We've done a lot together. Right? <laughs> I'm just here to support you, right? Because, you know, it's a weakness of yours, right? You've always so, seen no, me as no, a coward's apparatus. Don't. Right? But it's just we. We want you to travel safe, Drew. Yeah, you know, it's Drew. You yeah. don't, you don't want to be visiting your kids in France. No. You just don't. Happen to a mate of mine. He's got too many of them already. Over oh, there. come now, on! Now you're painting the picture. Um, no, but seriously, you got a few options there. Um, Thirty of them. It's 30, good to 30. know that these blokes oh. think that you're regular. Mm. You know what I mean? I got your back. I actually yeah. thought it was more just the fact that we all 
chose the same gift. Yeah, what are the odds? That was weird. I would have preferred. No, actually, you know what? I, I, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Put them straight in your suitcase, son. They're going to get me for smuggling. There's probably a, a cap on how many you can take with you. <laughs> That's good content. That is good Drew content. gets pulled up. And we will check in. Can you give us just a, I guess, well, how many are there? 32? <laughs> yeah. yeah well, just each, yeah. We'll check in and you just give us a number at the start. Sure. I also want that, um, like a weigh-in. Oh, if you could do that at the airport. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. We're going to do a weigh-in. I can take a photo of the the numbers, scales, and then we'll see. Hopefully, there's no reflection on the off the off the scale. Keen to know as well what box he ticks. You know, Paris immigration, business or pleasure. Oh, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Are you? Haven't thought of that. I'm over there for business, fellas. Of course. Of course, you are. Uh, Hey, it's wonderful. It's very exciting that you're going. Uh, Socials where you can find us and where you can see uh, weekly updates on how many dummies. Uh, Drew has used <laughs> at Good Bad Rugby AUS on all socials, um, and then what's what's your personal personal one, Drew? Uh, Drew underscore Mitchell. Drew underscore Mitchell. Yeah, where you'll be seeing all of his adventures, um, mate. It's very exciting. It's literally time for you. Do you want to head off to the airport now? Yeah, it's probably time. I'll uh, I'll see you all over there. Yeah. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's time to. Can you sing that on my way out, please? Say goodbye. Um, that's very good. Safe, bon voyage. Safe trip. Bon voyage. We should start getting ready for this. Let's bring it in, Pop. All right, we'll see you over there. Godspeed. Look after yourself. Not the same without him here, is it? Oh, he's still Mate, here. How good is he? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to... Uh, Not the good. same without him here, is it? How good. Finally. Yeah. Um, all that's left to do after that very sad farewell. I mean, this is ratings, guys. People love a farewell. Don't they? And when, when he meets someone over there and we have a wedding episode <laughs> with a French lady. Fuck. Wow. 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 Uh, all that's left to do is say goodbye cheers fellas and also a massive thanks to the fantastic support of Harvey Norman they have got more than rugs for the very best best experience get yourself down to the home of technology TVs, computers, mobile phones gaming and audio optimum viewing experience for all the upcoming World Cup matches so exciting Um, make sure you get one to tune into that blockbuster to start the World Cup of course the French taking on New Zealand gentlemen that is all that's left to do we're here for a few more weeks obviously we'll be um calling into drew over there in uh in france um thanks for coming in again and uh i'll see you next week i guess i suppose i guess hey drew can you shout out gbra from out there G-bra. there it is <laughs> G-bra. G-bra. There it is. <laughs>